Now, did you hear the story today regarding nurses and nurses being upset, saying they might quit if penalty rates are affected, particularly with the lead-up to Christmas? Joining us to talk about it now from the New South Wales Nurses Association, Brett Holmes, how are you, Brett? Good afternoon, Warren. Well, is this such a big issue to nurses? It is a massive issue to nurses, and a recent recent national survey found that uh, 80% of those 13,000 nurses and midwives who answered this uh, survey uh, would consider uh, refusing to do shift penalties or leaving the industry. So it's uh, right on the top of uh, every nurse's mind as to the consequences of a cut to penalty rates, and we're well aware that currently uh, the campaign by the employers is in the uh, hotel uh, and uh, services industry, restaurants and so forth. Yeah, yeah. Um, But there's nothing to say that if it's um, a a penalty cut in those industries that it would be just contained to those industries and it wouldn't be spread across the whole of the community. Well, I I can understand that concern, and you're right, it's been hospitality and retail and those sorts of uh, industries that we've talked about so far, but you've you've obviously uh, been part of this research to just work out what your members are feeling. That's right. Um, Our members have participated in the research, and um, the, the research also indicates that there is a major impact even on the proposal to reduce uh, the Sunday penalty rate down to a Saturday rate, which Mm. would lead to uh, the average registered nurse losing at least 2.5% of their gross annual income, uh, equivalent to nearly $2,500 a year, uh, or for an assistant in nursing who's uh, working night shifts on weekends and so forth, uh, they'd be losing up to $1,500 a year. And you take that money out of uh, their hands and that's money then not spent by them in their local communities. So there's a real impact upon uh, those retailers who Mm. want their customers to be out there spending money. Um, But if you take penalty rates away, then there's less money going to be spent in their shops. Well, I also find it interesting, the statistic, that 92% of nurses work shift work. So... It's probably not that surprising, really, because hospitals, etc., are 24-7, aren't they? That's right. Hospitals, aged care facilities, disability care, there are so many workers who are required to work 24-7, and um, there are disabilities as a result of that. Uh, You can't be with your children on uh, Christmas Day. Hmm. You have to plan around that. You can't always be at your children's weekend uh, sporting events. You can't always be at their school events. Those are all uh, sacrifices that nurses and midwives and other uh, weekend or or shift workers have to make. And there does need to be a compensation for that. Uh, Otherwise, people will will certainly uh, not want to work those shifts and it becomes more and more difficult to staff those Mm. uh, workplaces if you take away that small incentive to keep doing that work. We already have a, a potential problem in that um, over 23% of nurses consider mm. uh, leaving the profession in any year um, and uh, that with the uh, projection that we will need 140,000 extra nurses by 2020 yeah. would make you think that this is not a wise move if it's high on their agenda as a cause for them to uh, uh, consider career moves and they're already 
considering those career moves, then we need to be able to be very clear that nurses and other workers who are making the sacrifice in order to give us those benefits of a 24-hour life, mm. they should be uh, appropriately compensated for that. Well, you're right. And we're talking about rotating shifts. It's uh, even a different aspect, I suppose, to when we talk about retail and hospitality. Because with rotating shifts, you raise the issue. It's very plan hard to plan anything or have a regular routine, even if you just want to be a member of a gardening club or a motoring club or a rotary club or something. It's, you, know, you can't go all the time. That's right. There, there are always sacrifices that you make um, when you're on those rotating shifts. And that is uh, certainly the model that is most used in our public health system mm. uh, of that rotating uh, shift model. And that uh, is for the benefit of the community, of course, but there needs to be some compensation then coming back to those people who make those sacrifices. Now, I've got to ask you, Brett, why are you so concerned right here and now? Because you, you are right in saying that we've talked about this issue a lot, but it's always involved retail and hospitality, etc. We haven't talked about it in the medical profession or the nursing profession at all. What makes you now so worried that this is going to come on the agenda? Well, the Productivity Commission is due to release their report uh, this week, and we're making it very clear that um, we don't actually believe that if you try to ring-fence this to two sectors um, and you say that we're in a 24-7 environment and everyone wants to uh, shop uh, 24 hours a day and they don't want to have to pay penalty rates or that they want to be able to uh, get a coffee uh, 24 hours a day, that that's something that will be just isolated to those poor workers who are often low-paid workers, of course, mm and then say, oh, well, we won't look elsewhere across our community uh, to health and emergency workers. Uh, we'll just say uh, that there's one group of workers who are not special yeah. and that they don't deserve it where others do. That's unreasonable. That's not logical. And uh, we want to make very clear that this has impacts right across the community and that it should not be a policy in the upcoming federal election. Okay, thanks for your time, Brett. Much appreciated. Thank you.